The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pieces of silver. From that time on, he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him. The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I will celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. While they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judas, his betrayer, said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, as you all know, is traditionally known as Spy Wednesday, the day on which Judas betrayed our Lord. The first reading speaks of a servant, a suffering servant, who has not rebelled at suffering. He has not turned back. He gives his back to those who beat him. My face I did not shield from buffets and spitting. But he trusts in the Lord. The Lord God is my help, therefore I am not disgraced. The God will bring redemption out of this. I have set my face like flint, as our Lord did, going towards Jerusalem. He set his face toward his suffering and death, knowing that I shall not be put to shame in the end. He is near who upholds my right. So, Today's gospel, Judas becomes the instrument of that. He was never meant to be, although our Lord knew he would be. The first time Judas is ever mentioned in this context, as you may remember, is in the sixth chapter of St. John's Gospel, at the end of the Bread of Life discourse, right after our Lord has announced the Eucharist. It would seem that Judas began to go wrong then. He must have loved the Lord at one time, followed him. But our Lord then says to them at the end of that discourse, did I not choose you the twelve and one of you is a devil? The gospel goes on to say he was speaking of Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, one of the twelve, he who would betray him. And then on Monday when the woman Mary came in and poured the ointment over him, The disciples objected, led by Judas. 
said this could have been sold for 300 denarii, the money given to the poor. Then John tells us that he didn't care about the poor, he was a thief. He was denied his money. And our Lord not only defends the woman, he rebukes Judas. So aside from his avarice, his pride is hurt. And now he decides to go to the chief priest in today's gospel and to betray the Lord for 30 pieces of silver. We always, of course, betray the Lord for much less than he is worth. We cannot pay him for his value. No one can. Uh, So we will accept a great deal less for betrayal, as Judas did, depending on what our price is. And so our Lord then at the table begins to tell them what was going to happen. And then I say to you, one of you will betray me. Our Lord, of course, knows that. And they become deeply distressed. And say, surely it is not I, Lord. Once again, in the presence of of divinity, in the presence of the Lord, none of us can be sure of our own innocence. And they aren't. Surely it is not I, Lord. They aren't sure. Um, And he tells them, one of you who has dipped his hand in the dish with me is the one who will betray me. Woe to that man. It would be better for him if he had not been born. So our Lord confronts Judas with his own wickedness. And then Judas says, not is I, not surely it is not I, Rabbi. Again, only by the power of the Holy Spirit can we call Jesus Lord. And our Lord says, yes, you have said so, it's you. The other disciples don't know that. They don't recognize it. Very often, the people who are the greatest traitors aren't easily recognizable. They can seem like very ordinary people. Um, They may even appear to be virtuous. In any event, our Lord continues to love Judas and even to the very end tries to bring him back. Remember we heard at the stations that he says to him, Judas, friend, why have you come? And Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And Judas continues with his treachery. Again, one of the twelve. I've mentioned that many times. That intimacy that should have existed and somehow disappeared. That intimacy that should exist with us too. But we can grow accustomed to the presence of the Lord and find other things more interesting. Uh, We wouldn't necessarily think that we would, but it can happen. In some ways, our relationship to the Lord will always be determined by our relationship to the Eucharist once we know him in the Eucharist. So, um, we rejoice in the grace that we have received. We have to always be open to those little elements in us that would tend to betrayal. Uh, we don't like to think about that. We wouldn't want to think of ourselves as being traitors. But as many spiritual writers have remarked, the other apostles shouldn't have been too surprised at Judas. They weren't much better. Uh, they didn't betray him, but they all left him. Uh, so we come tonight asking God for the strength to continue to follow him in the midst of all of the distractions of our world and all the temptations that would draw us away from him to worship other things. Let us pray. Nancy Mack, for whom this Mass is being offered, for the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, 
all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. For the church throughout the world, her members will always remain faithful, particularly in the midst of suffering and in the midst of temptation. We pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they will respond to the grace given to them, the grace of conversion and repentance, we pray to the Lord. Lord For those who are sick and suffering and dying, that in the midst of their suffering they may not lose hope and not fall away. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have left the Lord, we pray to the Lord. For a greater respect for human life, especially in the womb, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will leave all things to follow the Lord in a unique way, for a greater reverence for the heroic nature of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, Having spent time in the presence of the Lord, they may follow him ever more perfectly and not lose their way. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all those working on our building project, that they will remain safe. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all of us here, that we will always be aware of the temptations in life to betray the Lord, especially in small ways, and rise above those temptations. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayers to those of the sorrowful mother as we sing. 